available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Look, I'm... I've thought about a hundred ways of how I was going to do this, but I actually don't know how because I've never been in this position before. So I think I'll just, um... I'll get right into it. We... We owe... Yeah, you know, it's. I guess we've never been in this situation yet. I mean, I've been. In, it's actually sad because I don't know how to address this. Um, I've never actually been in this situation. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think. Actually, that's a lie. I always knew that it would eventually come to this. I just didn't want to believe it. I actually had faith that it would turn out differently. Um, it's really quite sad. Okay, I'll take it. I'll start from the start. We, ba I feel like we owe that. That's not right. Audience, a bit of an explanation. I mean, the last three weeks we've seen something which hasn't happened to this degree. We've had three different uh, guests and, and you know, you have been, you've been missing. And, you know, there hasn't been any word of it. You know, no one's sick or away. And I got sick and tired of sort of fielding questions about it. So I thought I'd... I honestly thought you would have sort of come forward and made an attempt to... Yeah, even, ju even just to instigate something. But I, I guess my... I don't know, it's not even lack of faith. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'll, I mean... <laughs> it's actually quite sad. I, I don't know how to... How to actually put it. Um... <clears throat> you know... I woke up the other day and I... I text messages from Nick just saying, you know... I'm not, I'm not going to believe this. You know, um... Like... <laughs> He goes, um, you know, I woke up and I had these messages from Nick saying, you know, he, ch he checked in to see if you had actually read the messages he had sent you on through, you know, Facebook, you know, just to see if you'd seen him. And by accident, you know, he, he thumbs up, he thumbs up to you as he's sort of scrolling. And then you replied. And, um, you know, he, all Nick said was, you know, I was going to flip. I woke up to this stuff and I... I <laughs> I died. It was it was to be expected, but dude, you haven't. I actually don't know how to fucking put it, man. It's really pathetic. Because there's no nice way to put this, and I've spent more than two years, you know, being very diplomatic and watching what I say, even though you take everything fucking to heart. I, I've really tried. To not hurt anyone's feelings, but that's the fucking problem. No one's ever actually hurt your feelings. Everyone's too fucking afraid to do it. I, d I don't know why. And so there, there is no nice way to do this. It just, it's literally, it is what it is. You know, I, I basically to summarise, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to get into anything too personal because I mean, this is broadcast and we've done a lot of broadcasting our personal lives on that's not right. But I really don't want to do that. Not for this. You know, there's, there's personal and then there's business. The problem is, is, you know, 
when you, you take liberties personally and it affects the business, that's when, you know, things don't go the way they should, in a manner of speaking. You know, I'm really trying here not to hurt your feelings, but at the same time, I, I don't fucking care. So, quite frankly, I've fucking carried the fucking load for two years and some shit just has to be said. <laughs> you know, you send Nick a text saying you wish, you know, we would have just said, you know, we didn't want to do do the podcast with you and rather than just exclude you and ignore you, you know, and, um, you know, oh, well, you know, you just didn't expect it and life goes on and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and it's like, you know what, man? We didn't exclude you. We didn't ignore you. You excluded yourself. Yeah, we, I mean, we have that, we have that WhatsApp thread, you know, that I started when we first started talking about doing this thing. And it used to be literally the most, you know, active thread on my phone. I, I used to love opening it up and there'd be like banter between all three of us. And we'd be talking shit and cracking jokes. And, you know, it built up hype for the next episode. And that's really what got the ball rolling. Just the fact that, you know, we were all mates and we gelled and, you know, just taking it to that next level was fucking hilarious. Um, but that stopped a long fucking time ago around the same time when you quit your job and then you just start going MIA I mean you know episodes are generally on Wednesday we wouldn't hear from you till Tuesday night when one of us would say hey are we doing this tomorrow or not and you'd come out and say yeah yeah cool and then Wednesday would come and go and then we wouldn't hear from you till Tuesday night again when we'd reach out to hear from you to, you know, to see if you'd, if you'd come down. Never once did you actually instigate anything. And, you know, with that, that kills, you know... I mean, the banter was gone. I still enjoyed Wednesday, but it was more laboured because it felt like we were pulling teeth just to get you there. And then, you know, when the no-show started and just combined with that, you know, I mean, you weren't a mate to, a mate to either of us at that point. You know, it's like you forgot the reason why we were even meeting up. I think what got me, though, the most was the fact that, you know, in your, in your messages to Nick, you, you, you said to him, you know, you, it was fun and, you know, you still think he's a cool dude, so no hard feelings. But, you know, you wanted your stuff to be organised for me, for me to organise to leave your, your, your laptop and your, your PS3 and stuff at, at South Melbourne because you really couldn't be fucked seeing me, you know. Um, it's like, <laughs> Really? That, that that's what you got mate if it wasn't for me Nick would have been out of this podcast after a fucking month or two do you think he tolerates drunk stoners in his personal time I mean we're all busy we all work like fucking lunatics but for the first six months you were rocking up to this thing off your face and this is no secret I mean we've broadcast all this so I'm really trying to you know tread the line here I don't want to overstep the mark I'm not going to go, like I said, I don't want to go into too many personal things. But this is all stuff that's on public record, which you may have forgotten. But, <laughs> you know, when I, looked, when I looked at doing this podcast, the first thing, because, I mean, this is your first media venture, really. It's your first venture generally. And, I mean, I've been, I've been doing media for how long, and I've had so much shit blow up in my face because I put faith in the wrong people or I expected people to do the right thing by me when, you know, I didn't actually think they would. I just hoped 
But, you know, you look at it in the terms of a business and you've just got to run a SWOT analysis. You know, SWOT analysis is basic business 101. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. You know, because it was all audio-based, you know, I, I, like, I do audio. You know, it'll all be internal. It wouldn't cost anything external, you know, from outside other than, you know, rent for a perspective like studio spot or whatever. You know, and you came to me and you asked me to, to set this up for you, and I did. There, you know, there were no weaknesses. The only weaknesses were that, you know, neither you nor Nick had broadcasting experience. Nick had a bit of recording experience, but that's more or less it. You know, and we built from it. No, I, I had, didn't know what podcasts were, didn't listen to them, so I was just going by, you know, what you were saying and my own, you know, research. But honestly, the only, the only threats I could think of and weaknesses was the fact that you were a functioning, you know, the, the only threats I could think of was the fact that <laughs> you were a liability. I didn't think it'd be this bad, and especially not at the start when it was terrible. You know, growing pains, you know, you, you warmed up to the mic, which is fair enough. I think we all did. We came a long way. But at the same time, it was a lot of fucking work. It was a lot of anxiety. It was a lot of, were you going to rock up to the fucking thing? Were you taking it seriously? And all, all that sort of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, my anxiety towards the last six months were, were fucking ridiculous. More or less since you quit your job and you, you lost any form of routine. You know, and you went into your own sort of thing. You know, when you said that you were going to quit your job you know you had enough of where you were and you wanted to move on and do something else for yourself I thought you know fucking brilliant I, I wish I had the balls to do that you know my entire life that's been my one weakness you know I, I think it's the end you know I can't let go of whatever job I have because there's nothing else out there and I have too many bills and shit like that so that was a good thing you know you, you're doing it but it literally meant you were doing nothing but then you're communication with us dropped off your involvement yeah I actually you know what man I I think I, I know when you stopped I, ca I I took this as far as I could but with what I had based on one thing that you were my friend and regardless of whatever your personal life was or whatever situation you're in you were my friend and I was going to do this as well as I could because I wanted to see if I could help you get out of your rut like you were going to help me get out of mine yeah, that that's initially what it was. But I think I know when. I, I actually know exactly when I realised something wasn't right. <laughs> uh, it was the Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, the Mayweather-McGregor fight. You 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 were the one that first raised it. We all, all three of us discussed it at length, you know, like for f nearly a fucking year. Like, we are talking about it and, you know, our, our thoughts, our predictions and strategies and blah, blah, blah. You know, and we all flipped on who was going to win, and we made the biggest deal about where we were going to watch it, and, you know, it was going to be this fucking grand occasion. And then Nick had to work, you know, and he said, look, I can't, I can't do it, I've got to work. It really sucks, but, you know, that, that's the breaks. You guys should still go and do it. And so I said, all right, well, we'll do it at the pub, you know, around the corner from your joint. Easy, you know, and then we started getting guys from work. They were all in, and everyone was in. Yeah, sweet. We're all in. We're all in. Day comes. We all go to the pub. I don't see you there. You know, I think I may have texted you or called you, but, you know, I didn't hear from you. I think I definitely would have sent a message in WhatsApp. Like, if I search it, maybe I'll find it, but it's not the point. But you weren't there. You know, rocked the fight anyway. It was, you know, it was a great day. Then the next podcast, you know, we start, we brought it up. 
And Nick raised it straight away. He said, where were you? You know, did you watch it? You're like, yeah. Where'd you watch it? You're like, at home. And then you said, that, that's not even what bothered me. You know, you said, oh, you know, we changed the location. It went from being at your house to a dirty, loud, you know, pub, blah, blah, blah. It was uncomfortable, this, this, and that. And I said, all right, fair enough. Okay. But then you said that you were watching it with whoever you were watching it with, like a mate of yours. And it's like, wait a second. You watched this fight at your house with another mate. You didn't even think to fucking message me to say, hey, dude, like, I can't be fuck going to the pub. Do you want to just come and watch it at my joint? And then it got me thinking, like, that's fucked because since, you know, say I moved into my place five years ago, I've openly invited you to everything. You know, we used to do footy nights at my house. You know, I'd drive out to yours whenever you... Back in the day, before, like, you know, years, years ago when I still lived at home. But then, you know, I'd invite you to shit all the time. We'd invite you to shit all the time. And you made one appearance at Nick's house, you know, a year and a half ago, whenever it was. But you'd never actually... You'd do all this stuff, but you'd never actually invite us to anything. But we'd constantly be inviting you to stuff and you'd just bar it. It's like, well, man, are you even my friend anymore? I don't get it. I think that was really the, the first sort of... What the fuck? Anyway. So, you know, at that point, all your messages stopped in WhatsApp. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading your thing. Like, I'm looking at the response, what you sent to Nick. And I'm just like... You know... <laughs> I think what really bothered me as well was the fact that... You know, you big note yourself on the fact that... Uh, you know, we started this podcast together, you know, and we'd always, you know, consult each other and stick together and all this sort of shit, when in reality, you haven't done anything aside from turn up, and I, that would be, I'd be biting my fucking nails to the very end, and when I mean by anything, I mean, you know, I, when we were setting it up, I knew full well, I was full well aware that I'd be doing the majority of the, you know, the editing and all that sort of stuff, because that's just my niche, but, you know, you said to me you'd help with graphics, you never did. Um, I told you play-by-play play what you had to do in order to up, upload shit to YouTube. And you said, yep, cool. You took it on. You did about 20 episodes or whatever it's at now. I don't even know. And then you left it. I gave you, you know, Instagram to take over because I, I got sick of handling every social media platform. You did that for, you know, a month and then that stopped. So for the last two fucking years, I've been handling... The editing of the entire fucking thing, the social media, scheduling posts on social media relevant to whatever we talk about, the uh, production cards, all the graphics, our logo, our marketing, um, <laughs> not to mention the, you know, actually rocking up to every episode and driving the whole fucking thing. And, you know, your claim to. <laughs> Your, your sore point to Nick literally was that, you know, you paid for the hosting since it started. Yeah, you did, the 15 bucks or whatever it is per month, because you volunteered to do it. You know, I paid for a whole bunch of shit to start up the fucking thing, outside of what I actually told you guys, but I didn't care. It was all in good faith. You know, you want to do the maths on, you know, $15 times fucking 16 months or whatever it is, because, quite frankly, we haven't hit two years yet. And your credit card bounced a couple months ago. I asked you if you were going to sort it out. You said, yep, you didn't. So our hosting got taken off offline. Someone messaged me and said, dude, your uh, 
I can't get a hold of your podcast. What the fuck? So I took over from that point. I asked you what the deal was. You never said anything about it. So I'm glad, you know, that's where you, you put the value of this thing. And it really shows me just how much you actually appreciate everything I've actually fucking done for this podcast. I tried to pull you in line, you know, six, seven months like into it. And I said, look, man, look, this is bullshit. I'm working my balls off here. You know, you get to rock up to the podcast, you know, maybe stoned, maybe not. Then you went clean, you know, for a while. And then, you know, people messaged me the other day saying, dude, is he fucking drinking on the podcast? I'm like, yeah, he had a beer. Like, I'm like, he's a grown man. He can do whatever he wants. But I said to you flat point blank, I said, how, how well would this podcast go if I literally came in, you know, baked? And you said to me, not very well. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So why the fuck do you get the liberty to do that? And I don't. Seriously. It just shows just how fucking little you, you even respect the fact that we're making this sacrifice. Nick gave up his fucking warehouse space. Someone's paying the rent on that fucking thing, man. They could easily be using that for something else. But we got it for us. Like, I don't get it. And then that's the thing, man. You combine that with the fact that, you know, we ring the fucking bell every every week. And, you know, you come out, you motion, and we come running like fucking rats. Oh, yeah, yes, your highness, we'll be there. How many fucking times did you literally not rock up, uh, slept in? From what? I get mental health days. Like, we all fucking have had them. I get it if we're all busy. But didn't you have any interest? in actually doing the fucking thing because if you did surely you'd be chasing the fucking thing up forget us pretend we're fucking hot garbage like never occurred to you to actually send a message I actually haven't fucking seen you for what five six weeks six weeks you know what's funny man I ran into your brother at work yesterday I haven't seen the kid since Christmas since we were doing all the mixed up hours you know and I ran into him and he said to me dude you come and you know to watch the footy at uh, Mark's next week and I'm like yeah for sure man opening round I might get there late because I'm, I'm going to be working till late 30 but I'll be there you know I might miss the first quarter and he said to me can you please drag my brother along I said dude I haven't seen him in six weeks he hasn't responded to a fucking text he's like what are you talking about he goes aren't you guys doing the podcast I'm like no I go we're doing the podcast but he simply didn't check in and I got sick of fucking dragging him to it Think about that, man. The fact that your fucking brother doesn't even know where you are. But you want to play the card that we just excluded you? If I want to exclude you, I would have fucking done it two years ago. But because I was your friend, because I am your friend, I carried it to give you something to work towards and just give you a breakup, changing the routine of something we could build together. But, you know, to, to, to say you've, you've paid for the hosting... And, and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. Like, yeah, cool, man. All the fucking work I've done for free to get us out, you know, printing and shit. You paid for one round of it for 50 bucks. The other slots, who paid for that shit? I did. Who the fuck designed the fucking thing? You want to take 10 to 15 hours of work a week minimum, times that by two years, charge it at maybe 20 bucks an hour, which is not what an audio engineer would fucking get or a graphics designer. But let's just make it nice and simple. How much, how much do you think I'm fucking worth in all of this? But your $15 a week gives you the right to treat us like shit, disregard anything we say, rock up fucking blitzed off your brain. And you really want me to keep dragging you along? Why the fuck would I keep doing that, man? Are you that much better than us? I don't understand it, man. Like, I, I really don't. And the, to the fucking topper, man, the topper was, you know, you saying that 
you know, organised for me to leave your laptop at, you know, at the studio and you go and grab it with a TV and a PS3. You can't be fucking seeing me. You know, you can keep the mic. I don't, I'm not fussed. It's like, dude, what, what are you going to act like some sort of fucking, uh, you know, dejected ex-girlfriend that says, you know, pack up my shit, leave it at the fucking door. I'm not fucking dealing with him. It's like, dude, you fucked up. Not me. Not me. Not me by a fucking long shot. I fucked up because I kept this going for as long as I did with no fucking input. <laughs> Seriously, man. And that's the thing, man. I don't want to fucking hurt your feelings. And a few times we've had arguments in WhatsApp. It's been over pretty generic shit. Pretty run-of-the-mill stuff you just don't see. You don't want to fucking realise. And you make it out like, I'm insane. Like, dude, no. Nick, Nick is biting his fucking tongue. I'm, I've, I'm fucking, because I'm, I was closer to you than he was. I feel like I, you know, I have the fucking right to say what I think. But, dude, you, you can't just be wrong and then wall up, put your shit up, put your walls up and then say everyone else is fucked up. I'm the genius. And then, you know, you said to, you said to Nick that I changed the passwords on SoundCloud like you're some sort of criminal, you know? It's like, I oh, know, I changed the passwords on SoundCloud because my credit card's attached to it now. You know, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, YouTube, all the other platforms you fucking neglected, they're all still kicking. Same passwords, same everything else. I changed the SoundCloud login because my fucking credit card's connected to it now. <laughs> I, I don't get it. How fucking deluded are you, man? Yeah, you, you said to Nick that we met, you messaged us and we ignored you and then did an episode with someone else. What did you me what, when did you message us? Do you know what's going on in my life, man? Yeah, I missed one fucking message. Man, I will send you screenshots of all the messages that I've sent you that you have not responded to. Including, like, you know, if you want to look at actual phone text messages, not WhatsApp or anything like that, the, the, literally the last two messages are... Dude, you, it was after you did a, a no-show. You didn't want to rock up. And so I said, I texted you and said, Dude, do you want to fucking catch up and have a beer or a coffee or something? Do you want me to come and grab you? Do you want me to come up to you? you want to have a chat? Like, what's going on? And the next one literally was, Dude, where are you? You, I, I would ask you questions point blank. And you would ignore them for two weeks. And you're going to put it down on us ignoring you for a single message? Really? Is that how precious... Our response times have to be? Dude, are you fucking levitating above everyone else? I'm, I'm fucking over it, man. Do you, like, do you understand what that feels like, man? Like, you put no fucking value in, in friendship at all. And this is nothing that I'm, I'm fucking making up. You look at anything you've said on the podcast, man, it always resorts back to you leaving responsibilities, leaving your problems and being alone and just, you know, dwindling in your own fucking thoughts. You... That, that, that's a common theme, man. And I've said this to you as a friend, but I've, I've been very diplomatic about it. I've said it to you on the podcast as well. But you've got this fucking narcissistic overlay over everything, man. This narcissistic fucking tone to everything, like you're above everything. And, you know, because of your conspiracy theories, one day the, wor the world will unravel and you will never have to fucking work because, you know, the powers that be fucking hold us all in line and... Yada, yada, yada. Dude, you've done fuck all since you quit your fucking job. And you, you started withdrawing from us as well. Like, man, if you want to withdraw from your job, withdrawal, I don't give a shit. But, you know, don't pretend like we're fucking mates when you won't even return a fucking phone call or a text. I get it, people are busy. 
before you go to bed, shoot me a fucking good night. I don't give a shit. Just so I know you're alive. I've texted your brother looking to see if you were fucking alive, man. And that's the thing, man. Even even now, you you never you never booted off the podcast. We brought people in because you disappeared, and I got sick of chasing you. You need to remember that, man. You need to make that distinction clear in your fucking head. You were never booted off the fucking podcast ever. You know, when we first started it up, we shortlisted a whole bunch of people that we were going to interview. You know, people would bring in, you know, do guest spots. Like Prince Arthur was one of the first people, and I said, and you know what? He was the safe bet because he knew you. He he actually knew you and me. And I said, you know what? Prince Arthur's a gun. Like it would be a good guy to bring on. He's very, you know, informed. He's funny. You know, yada yada yada. But he knew you. He knew what to expect from you. You know, I shortlisted a whole bunch of my friends, people I knew, contacts, etc. And then I thought about it, I'm like, man, I can't bring any of these fucking people on. You're the liability. These are people that are, you know, respected people within their fucking fields, in the pillars of the community and all that sort of shit. Oh, man, if you don't rock up, or you rocked up, smashed off your fucking gourd, or start referencing your dick or something, it's going to fucking embarrass me. And it's going to embarrass you, but the problem is you won't feel embarrassed. But as your friend, I'm fucking protecting you. Because I actually care about you. I don't want to see your feelings get hurt. At the same time, it's becoming more fucking apparent that you've never actually had your feelings hurt. Because you've you've been protect, like a protected species for the last fucking 20 years. Dude. It isn't 2001. What, cool, what was cool in high school isn't fucking cool anymore, man. And that's the problem. You've got a child, man. You have a fucking daughter. And I always backed you on that as well. I said, you know what? Regardless of what you do, you've always fucking been there for her and you've supported her and you've provided. You know, you used to work stupid hours to provide for your daughter and you said it yourself. You know, if everything you've ever fucked up, this is something you didn't want to ruin and you went all out on it. At the same time, man, she's four. You know? I'm pretty sure in another year she's going to realise, you know, her dad's an unemployed fucking narcissist. You need to think about that sort of shit, man, before you start blaming everyone else for excluding you. No one fucking excluded you. You excluded yourself. You know, I'll, I'll channel, you know, I'll channel Trollman. Seeing as you're still cool with him, I'll, tr I'll channel his words, because I guarantee you this is something that he'd fucking bring up. Let's pull out a Metallica reference like we have all these fucking podcasts. Dave Mustaine was part of fucking Metallica until his substance abuse and ego got out of hand. And they gave him a thousand fucking options to reform and just come to terms with the whole scope of the situation. It was a fucking liability. So they booted him out and he had every opportunity to fix something about it. But the difference is, is you're not Dave Mustaine. And I'm not Kirk Hammett. We're not incredibly fucking talented. All we have is this podcast. But I guarantee you that if I didn't bring my piece to the fucking table, the podcast wouldn't have happened at all. If the podcast was left to you, it wouldn't have gotten off the ground more than fucking maybe a bit of paper and a fucking word like we had that, you know, 5am that, that day, like nearly two years ago. You need to fucking wake up, man. I said it to you, you need to get some form of help, man. The help's there. You've got it. You have got the resources. You've got access to everything. And so many people don't have. 
That's the problem. I don't know where you get this fucking entitled bullshit from, man. You make it out like you're a victim, or you play the fucking, you know, blame game, or blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, don't fucking blame anyone else for shit. It's all well within your control. There's no shame or, you know, nothing wrong with asking for fucking help. You can do it. I've fucking done it. There's no shame in seeking help from anyone. But you need to wake up to yourself first. I'm fucking accessible, man. I just got sick and tired of messaging you for, for nothing. Simple as that. I don't hate you, but I'm not going to jeopardize all the fucking work I put into this thing every single fucking week. If I could just rock up, have a smoke, talk shit for three hours, go home and play with myself, then fine, man. Let it run. Do whatever you want. But it hasn't been like that, man. I've literally spent 10 to 15 hours a fucking week working my balls off trying to get this thing off the ground. But what for? Seems like you didn't want to fucking be a part of it anymore. You were just waiting for us to make a move, and you took this as your opportunity. Literally. You need to remember that, man. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, at this point... <laughs> like I said, I, I never booted you out. It wasn't me colluding. You know, there was no fucking collusion. You didn't rock up. You didn't message us. You didn't seem to give a fuck. So... Yeah, we. I still remember the night as it played out. After you bailed, you know, you were still feeling sick because you felt sick, you know, from over the weekend, and then you were still sick on the on. You were going to be sick on the Wednesday morning, and Nick literally had to text you at ten thirty at night saying, "Dude, are we fucking doing tomorrow or not? Because if you're still sick, then let me know so I can plan my day." I mean, the guy's got a five month baby, you know, and you're like, "No, nah, I'm still pretty crook." All right, cool. Could have messaged us to tell us that got to 10.30 and we had to message you now I said to Nick I go just leave it man let him recuperate if he's sick he's sick we had last week off because of Valentine's Day you know you work in flat chat we'll leave it he can take his week you know but if he doesn't contact us next week the guy clearly doesn't give a fuck at that point it was, it'd been over a month since I last saw you anyway and then you know a week goes by we don't hear from you we've messaged you nothing it gets to that Tuesday and Nick texted me and said, dude, are we doing tomorrow or not? I'm like, man, I haven't heard anything from him. He's ignored us fucking how long? Surely if he wants to actually do something, he'd fucking show some initiative. Even just to say, go fuck yourselves. You didn't say anything. We left it to about a quarter to 11. And I said, what do we do? He goes, well, he hasn't fucking messaged us, man. See if Tits wants to do it. I'm like, all right. Texted Tits. Hey, man. You free for the podcast tomorrow? I was like, yeah, sweet, I'm in. What time? 10. I'll be there with bells on. That was it. Like the weight was just lifted off my fucking shoulders. I wasn't going to go to bed biting my nails thinking, is this guy going to rock up? And if he does, who's going to rock up? The good, the bad, or the fucking ugly? And that's the point, man. You stopped being my friend a long, long fucking time ago. You didn't involve me in anything you were doing. You know, personally, you didn't talk to me. You didn't share anything with me. You know, my mum, man, my mum wasn't well over Christmas at all. She was fucked. I was fucked. You know, it was a lot to fucking deal with, like, that period. And you, of all people, should know that. You know, I share with you most of what's going on with me. So you're up to date. You know, I trusted you. I valued your opinion. But, man, I didn't even see my mum for nearly two months. Probably just over two months. I didn't see her. But fuck with me would make a date with you every single week, even if it meant not hearing from you at all. My mum would leave me messages and I wouldn't get back to her for two days because I was flat out. But if you texted in the WhatsApp thread, 
my world literally ground to a halt. Fucking alarms would go off. And I'd be diving for the phone to respond because I had you awake or alive or responsive. <laughs> you know how fucking dumb that makes me feel? <sighs> Fuck that, man. Dude, like, seriously, think about it. I've been speaking to the old man for like two fucking years. I've been speaking to my sister for nearly three, four months. You think I give a fuck? There's some dumb cunt out in the gully that's treated me like a piece of shit? This isn't gonna hurt hurt me any more than getting this off my fucking chest. I don't like being taken for a fucking ride, man. I don't like being taken for granted. It's more importantly, and you fucking know that. My door is always fucking open, dude. Always open. Should you have the nerve to actually give me a call. But you know what, man? Don't text Nick and say, I wish you guys would have said that you didn't want to do anything and fucking exclude me, blah, blah, blah. Leave my shit in the bag at the front so I can come and get it. Grow some fucking balls, man. Be a man. Be a fucking man. Take some responsibility for some shit in your life, dude. I guarantee you no one's ever paid the courtesy to give you a 40-odd minute fucking message telling you just why they're upset and how you fucked up. And that they're still willing to fucking talk to you about things. I guarantee you no one's ever fucking done that. But you know what, man? I'd like to see the, cal the high caliber of individuals that you fucking congregate with every night. If you actually go out at all. Just to see, you know, what tier of fucking society I need to sort of, you know, assent to. Just to make the cut, man. Just to warrant, you know, a phone call or a message. Like I said, man, I'm trying not to be extremely personal with this shit. But, you know, there are... <laughs> we're getting... At this point, man, we're getting nearly, two, you know, two, we're getting 2,000 odd plays a month across, you know, a couple of different mediums, man. This podcast actually picked up traction somehow, and that's all the sweat off my back. Not because you fucking pushed it forward, man. That's me working my balls off to keep promoting this thing and spamming it like a virus. People actually listen to this shit week in, week out. And oh, you have no idea how fucking grateful I am for that, man, that people actually take the time to listen to us fucking ramble. For a good three hours every week. You know, they, they're owed a fucking explanation. You know? I want this thing to keep going. I've built it to what it is now. But, come on, man. It's a two-way street. If I've done something that, you know, I'm not aware of, then fucking tell me. But have the balls to actually tell me. Don't just fucking hide. And then play the, you excluded me card. Because you didn't pick up the phone for a month? How's that my fucking fault? You know, you said to me when this first started and we got into it, you said to me, you wanted this to be your job. And I said, yeah, so do I. I'd love for it to be. Yeah, it's awesome. Nick had said to me, you know, a couple months late in, he's like, if this was his job, he would have been sacked three, four weeks ago. And I agreed. I, I agreed 100%. But because I was your fucking friend, I took it for as long as it, it went. I don't know what to tell you, man. We all have fucking problems. But you know, the world isn't out to fucking serve you. You get up, you fucking make the most of it. That's it. No one's ever fucking paid me any fucking, you know, favours. Every day something shits on me. I'd share it in the thread, we'd laugh about it, and then we'd keep going. You know? Fuck sakes, man. I can't force you to have ambition. I can't force you to, to do anything. But... I don't need to apologize for shit. I don't need to consider your feelings anymore. I refuse to be a, a fucking enabler. And go ask my sister how, you know, how that's gone. I'm not enabling anyone anymore, man.
No one catered to me. No one catered to my ego. No one catered to my feelings. No one ever gave a fuck about that sort of shit. I'm not playing this uh, bad boy fucking truant card because I live a, a privileged life, far more fucking privileged than half the people out there in the, in the world. I actually have something to show for it and I'm fucking proud of everything that I've actually done. I've made a lot of fucking mistakes and this shit that I have um, that I'm not proud of. Yeah, but I appreciate everyone around me. I appreciate people that take the time to fucking listen to my shit. I appreciate the, to- the people that, you know, take the time to call me and say, let's hang out. You know, are you, are you okay? I appreciate all those people and I let them know when I can. And if all I can do is return their fucking phone call, then that's what I'll do every fucking time. You need to fucking do that, man. Take stock of who you are, what you have, what you should be fucking doing for yourself. I've got nothing left to say, man. You know where I am. If you want to mope, piss and moan, then do it on your own time. I'm having a fucking bar of it, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't have half the fucking ego you do, man. But at least I have something to show for my fucking hard work. Even though it's nothing. I don't consider it shit. But, you know, you can be Bart Simpson for the rest of your fucking life and say, you know, I can do that, but I don't want to. Proof of that, fuck that, man. I've got a video of you chasing my car down the street because you were convinced that you could run. You could keep a pace that Olympic athletes can keep for at least, you know, a fifth of the time that they do. These fucking Olympians train their entire lives, don't take a drug, don't, don't eat wrong. You know, science, you know, defines their fucking body suits and their, sh- their footwear. But you could keep the pace of an Olympic athlete for at least a fifth of their run, 20%. You know, according to you, 20%. You could achieve 20% of what they do on the highest level of, of athleticism. You know, without even breaking a sweat. You're fucking real, dude. Seriously. <laughs> you're a grown man. Act your fucking age, man. Like I said, you're not a bad person. I know you don't actively... You're not a sociopath. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to do shit to make... Make it harder for other people. You know, and act against other people just to get your fucking way. You're not that, but you're, you're too lethargic for your own fucking good, man. You need to, you know, display some accountability. Seriously. You're not a bad person. If you were, then I wouldn't have gone this far. You would have had your head kicked in a long time ago. And it's never going to come to that. Because I don't hate you. I'm just over it. And then for you to turn around and play this entitled bullshit card, like we booted you out of something, like, get fucked, man. And then to, to put the stock in of that, you know, you paid for the... Re- the, the hosting for, for 16 months fantastic dude I'll send you my fucking bill and then you know I'll pay I'll square the difference off see I wouldn't have put value in that at all man I would have just done it kept my mouth shut if you turned up every week you know treated me like a human being treated me like a person treated me like a friend but you didn't you stopped a long fucking time ago man and that's where it is it's entirely in your hands man I don't know what else to tell you. But I'll... <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. You ever actually gone to see anyone professionally for help? Okay. Have you ever gone and done a focus... Not a focus group. Have you ever done like a... That shit, dude. None of that Okay. Shit. I don't... I can't. I'll, I'll, me in there would just be like, what? Me the fuck? No. You know what that is, man? That's reality, man. Yeah. Dude, that's confrontational. That is confrontational shit. To punch the gut. Yeah. That's it. Dude, okay, look at it this way, yeah? What if I said to you, okay, no more booze in the dojo, period. What would you do? Duke leverage out.
します。